love and truth and reality ain't even about us. I always say that love is giving somebody the power to hurt you and pray to hurt you. Yeah. You, you, you find yourself in the most vulnerable state ever when you decide to love someone. Hello and welcome to the Cognac Room, an uninhibited drink-infused podcast about adulting and male and female interactions. Go give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at the Cognac Room Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Cognac Room. I'm your host, Jay Christian. And without further ado, pull up a chair, pour up a glass, and let's discuss. It's time for the featured artist of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, this is Nubian G with Come For Me. Oh, yeah. West Coast Vibe. West Coast Vibe. Let's go. One time, but your mind never skipped the grind. Did the triple double bells bang, bitches over time. No, we overshine. No, you niggas who be hating on me. Got champagne dreams, pulling off in the Lambo. Over from my cup, need my Remy on ice. And I been sipping, fill me up, we gon' go all night. And I got bottle at the bottle, bitch, I ain't a role model. Twist it up and be the model, I'ma leave, they gon' follow. See his pen, high spimpin'. I got your niggas simpin'. No ride around and dippin', get his money, then we whippin'. Run the best coast, send mimosas, we be simpin'. Take you on a ride, this a funkadelic mission. Classy little thing. With a twist, new addition. Salute me if they won't top five, they gon' try to come for me. Say I'm a business, why I'm making ends me. And I don't expect another bitch to cover me. I'm jumping out the Jaguar or the Benz. Fuck friends, live good. East coast, west coast, worldwide. Told my daughters, watch a young queen fly. And if you want it, let it mean you say, ride, ride. Don't try to come for me. Say I'm a business, why I'm making ends me. And I don't expect another bitch to cover me. I'm jumping out the Jaguar or the Benz. Fuck friends, smoke good. East coast, west coast, worldwide. Told my daughters, watch a young queen fly. And if you want it, let them be say, ride, ride. To the top, I can never stop wishing I would fly. Try to fly, but I don't see you niggas from these rooftops. While I wait, it might turn in. Yes, I do flex. When I re- oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That is Nubian G with Come For Me, streaming on all musical platforms. Definitely go and check that out. Show the young lady some love. What do you think, Petra? I actually thought it was a bop. I liked it. Yeah, I do. I really do like it. I really do like it. Definitely reminiscent of the past. So, oh yeah, yeah. She got make people think about. She flipped that hook. Yeah. Hell yeah. You kind of reel them in a little bit faster. Yeah, you winning when you do that. Welcome to the Cognac Room, an inhibited drink-infused podcast about adulting and male and female interactions. Pull up a chair, pour up a glass, and let's discuss. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And here comes the question of the day. Hmm. How long is too long? To wait for the man to propose. Now listen, let me, let me. Let I'm about to say, I want you to go first. because Tell us why there's an issue with this uh, fella. No, so I wasn't going to go first. I was just going to. Uh, 
give a disclaimer. Okay. But I'll go first if you want me to go first. No, it's fine. You go. Yeah, I was just going to give a disclaimer. And I was going to, oh, you want me to go first? Do whatever you need to do over <laughs> there on your mic, and I'm going to rock my mic. Okay, you do what you want. Uh, I just want to give a disclaimer. And the disclaimer is like, this is a very controversial topic. Um, I think this this topic is something that people uh, get up in arms about for sure. Absolutely. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's only too long. So here, here's the thing. I am of the opinion that there is no time limit. There is no time frame. Like you can't measure love in a cup. You can't. You can measure time by, you know, yes, calendars and clocks. But but at the end of the day, a person knows they're ready when they know that they're ready. And maybe they never feel ready. Unfortunately, that's life. That's the way it goes. I'm not going to do it until I feel like I'm ready at this stage in life, having a few failed ones. If I ever make that leap or have to make that leap again, then it's going to be on my time and on my terms. I ain't let nobody force me. I ain't let nobody rush me. I ain't going to rush myself. I don't feel like, you know, I'm not worried about a biological clock. I'm not worried about none of that. So I feel like there should be no time limit. Now, if there is an excessive amount of time that is being uh, taken in making a decision, because, you know, people say, well, it don't take 10 years to know that you want to be with somebody. They say, they say it takes, um, I want to say, what is, I want to say they said it takes 60 days or something for who, a man to realize who you're is, the one. Who is they? Wait a minute. It, it was like, um, it was something that was said maybe a couple years ago. Um, and they had said that like most of the time a man knows whether this is the one that mm. he wants to be with long-term, you know, marriage in like what seems like an instantaneous moment in comparison to what happens in real life. <clears throat> well, I'll be honest with you. I don't. I can't say yay or nay to that. Mm-hmm. I don't know the time frame on that, but I know I'm that. To see if I can find it. Um, I know that sometimes everybody's different, so it's hard to just do a hard line and a yeah, general rule is. down the road, down the middle of the road answer. It's just it's very difficult. But what I will say is that people know when they're ready. Okay, let me say that. I'm just going to say that okay. I found. Yeah, yeah. It said, um, it says, whatever the reason for the delay, men typically know after about six to seven months of consistent dating and optimal conditions whether or not they have found the one. And I can understand why they <laughs> might say that or think that. But at the end of the day, a lot of times, you know, we, you can, the representative is still active. Within okay. a 60 day, you said 60 day period. It said no, that it was six I thought it period. was something like that, but it's six to seven month period. 60, yeah, the, the, the representative is still active during that time in a lot of cases. I'm be honest with you. Okay. And until you live with them, and sometimes you don't see certain things until you are in holy matrimony. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I don't necessarily agree with that. That's my own personal opinion. We live in a tricky time, and people are more cunning and crafty and more ev- evolved than they've ever been. So is yeah, I, I don't I can't say that. But what I what I will say is that I believe that if both people aren't on the same page at the same time, then it may be time for somebody to 
Call it quits and move book. on. Yeah. Um, I don't really have an issue with someone being in a healthy relationship where there's like if no outside stuff going on, they're mm-hmm. really good and they've been doing this for years, but they don't walk down the aisle. Um, there's a difference. That's why I said in a healthy relationship, there's a difference when, you know, he's, you know, cheating on you every five minutes. He done had four babies <laughs> and all other kind of stuff, but he won't marry you, but he swear you the one and won't let you go nowhere. That's different. I'm talking about like, you know, what is it? Goldie Hawn. Is it Goldie Hawn and um, Kurt Russell that have never got married? I don't know. Maybe. Are um, they still together? Yeah. Mm, and they just don't want to walk that that walk down the aisle or whatever. I really, you know, we know that to be married in the eyes of God is, mm-hmm. you know, the way to go. But we also know that marriage is really something more than that piece of paper. And you walk down the aisle and everything, but if you are not in the right headspace, the right frame of mind about what marriage is, that paper can mean nothing and -hmm. the people who are standing over there with no papers are going strong and killing the game so i feel like that's up to the individuals in the situation um of course we all want our daughters to get married and and fathers want their daughters to get married you want your sister to get married you want your people to be you know happy and have that person that's there for them and that will take care of take care of them in their old age, take care of them when they're sick, be their um, confidant, shoulder to lean on and all of those stuff. But who's to say that somebody that has a person that does all those things is lacking in life because they don't have a, a marriage license. I get that. Um, <clears throat> I get that. And I agree with that. But even more than that, I feel like when a person is choosing to be with someone who has the same what am I trying to say who has the same mentality or belief system mm-hmm. it's a lot easier. then you won't run into those problems yeah. so for example you know you have a young man who believes in marriage and lo- love and marriage and family he believes in you know uh, maybe he's a Christian or maybe he's a Muslim or whatever, right? So he has a a different mindset that than, this, say... That this is supposed to happen. Right. And so if he dates someone who's from that same vein of thought or, or you know, has that same perspective on life, they'll be more apt to be on the same mm-hmm. wavelength. That's true. But then, you know, if you have, you know, you know, Melissa from Yale or Harvard and she go and try to get with a nigga that's for the streets. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a hard time. It's going to be different. It's going to be different. So, you know, I always say this, the, the success or failure of a relationship is determining the selection process. I always say that, you know, and as much as, you know, it sounds simple and it sounds like something that everybody should know already. well, History and everyday statistics say that everybody doesn't know. It. Say that everybody don't know or they don't acknowledge it. They don't adhere to it. They don't pay attention to it. So, 
it's definitely weighs heavily in your favor to find someone who has the same belief systems as you. And honestly, someone can fake it. Yeah. Someone can pretend to have the same belief systems as you because they want to get in your bed, they want to get in your bank account or they whatever. They want you in their lives, so they, they want might to just do want the things you. that right. you you find appealing and you find important. Yeah. To to say I'll spend my life with this person and mm-hmm. then it kind of sucks. You know, it would suck to finally say, okay, I found the one, they're the person, and you get there, and then they're not that person. Yeah, which is know? why, which is why it's so important to the selection. take some time. Yeah. The selection process is the first step. But, but and the second know, step is even though you've made the selection process and they seem to be on the same wavelength, have the same ideologies, you know, have the same. Well, it can still be It can still be bullshit. So you need to take some time. Don't get married in seven weeks. Don't get married in three months. Don't get married in sixty days. I you think, know what you I mean? Know, but you can't really say that because there there are marriages out there that have come fast and lasted long, and there are some that have come slow and lasted short. That is a very true statement. However, I, I know it wasn't. I prefer to err on the side of caution. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say shit, but I prefer to err on the side of caution and say, "Hey, I'm gonna take my time. I'm gonna move slow." And, you know, if that's not what works for someone, then I understand. So let me just explain this. Getting married in any increment of time under 12 months is an absolute no-go for me. Because I've made that mistake. And it was not cool. Now, (laughs) it was not good. Now, I've gotten married like a little after the one-year mark, and I was married for like nine and a half years. And the only reason that marriage didn't work is because I was a whore and she was a nag. <laughs> okay. Wow. But, but and uh, I mean, that's how I, I felt. It's, it's, yeah. That's how I felt. You know, yeah. that's the simple description of what. what yeah. Happened. Yeah. That's how I felt. But um, at the end of the day, yeah. Anything under 12 months is a no, no and a no go. And if someone is putting that type of pressure on a motherfucker, you probably just want to get rid of them. In my personal I'm about opinion. I say that's in his opinion. That's we in my personal y'all opinion. What to do or that we going to be like, "Uh, just saying that." You know, that's kind of how he feels. I I per se feel like if you're on the same page with your person and it's not a big deal, it's not something you feel like you need to rush into, don't let anybody pressure you or tell you that your love is not as genuine as theirs because they have paper. Yeah. And I know it's not just a piece of paper. Like I've been married. I I know what marriage is. I know what it you know, entails and everything. But I also know few couples throughout my life that who that weren't married and had great relationships or yeah. whatever. And it just was something that it was just like, eh? Like yeah. what difference does it really make? Like and I you get know. it. But you and, know, if if I believe in marriage and I believe that if I don't get married I'm going to hell. Yeah. Then that's what I'm saying. That's and I need I somebody who and believes somebody that as well. With a like mind, you like, know, and if like your person is like you, good, and they yeah. say I'm good. But if 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 it's real, and everybody's good, and the, the love is real, if your person says, you know what, I think I'm ready to jump mm-hmm. the room, you mm-hmm. should be able to have that moment of reflection and say, you know, what what is stopping me from from turning over that page, that's that right. leaf that they're turning over, that's right, and saying, yeah, let's go ahead and do it. I think that's where the issue mm-hmm. comes in. If you're with somebody for, you know, a significant amount of years and you do decide that my feelings have changed on marriage yeah. and we both 
you know, claim to be so in love and so together and nothing can tear us apart. But when I say that, you're like, oh, man, here you go with this bullshit. <laughs> then it's kind of like, well, okay, it's not what I thought right, it was. Exactly. Question. And then we can wrap this segment up. But how long is too long? Or is there such a thing? Like I said, I think it's this, it's the state of the relationship that makes it too long or mm. so recently recently because we you know that's that was a question but we talked about we kind of talked about more so about how soon is too soon and how mm-hmm. soon you know it should be and how to regulate that or how to determine that but like some people say you know recently there was a guy a a, pro, a prominent pastor i think mm-hmm. um or a bishop who got married to his long-term, long-time girlfriend. What was of, it like 28, 29 years yeah. or something of that nature? And he finally hid Gina down. Yeah, because it I'll was marry a you, Gina, Gina down type proposal. <laughs> and see, that's the thing that I think make it, makes it different. If she hasn't been bugging you, or even if she has been bugging you about getting married, and you truly love her, and it's, you know, you've come to realize... She is the one. I'm not ever going anywhere. I love this woman. Whatever. Mm-hmm. whatever. Do not give me a Hygiene Dam proposal. Because where it's it may be cute because it got punchlines and it's funny or whatever, that kind of de- diminishes what I feel like we had or mm-hmm. whatever. Because that makes sense. it's like yeah. you're making a mockery out of it and it's like, ugh, all right, here. And you know the cracker jack pulling the ring out of the cracker jack box and saying, "I guess I'll guess I'll let you be my straight jacket for the rest of my life." Like Jeez. things like that. That that would have kind of made me say, "You know what? I'm almost, almost a man of the cloth." Yeah, I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm, I think I would have been like, "I don't, leave that alone. I'm I don't, not gonna I don't think I know people. because I don't think I'm gonna do it. Even mm-hmm. if I was gonna do it, we gonna have to go home and have a conversation about why would you do that? Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. The way you presented it, no, I don't want that one. <laughs> and, if and if you can't find a more genuine well, way, no. But then at that point, it's it, it's still a here. I'll marry you, Gina. Damn, so it's kind of like you, know, you know because it's like okay, well, I I gotta go back and do it the way you want me to do it now. Yeah. Are it you happy? Like, yeah. <laughs> are you happy? Yeah. No. I hear yeah. Gina. Damn, just gets me like. Yeah, I get it. with anything like when it is in a relationship, the hygiene of damage. But my thing is, and if y'all don't know what hygiene of damage is, you you didn't grow up with us, and you and are you probably listening shouldn't be to listening to the podcast. podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> but but what I'll say is this: I'll say that um, I believe that the twenty something years, twenty five or twenty eight or however many years it was, wasn't too long for her because she was still there. She was still there, and from what I hear, I do not know any of it to be facts. I was not there. I do not, you know, worship at the same house or church that they uh, attend. But I heard there was some, you know, some stepping out, some extra, you know, things going on in relationship mm. and all that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, uh, ask me in private. <laughs> like, don't, don't, make, don't try yeah. to make a big deal. Ask me in don't private. Don't show the wool. Yeah. But that mean they're going to find out that you married him. So, yeah. Yeah, you can find out, but I need to ask you some questions. Like, oh, ask yeah. me in private so I can say, are you sure you're done with this? Yeah. Like, if that's the case. And yeah. I can say, 
what made you come to this decision? So if you tell me at the house, it's because, like, you know, it's just been you and I, you know, I don't really be leaving with them women. It always blow up in my face. And so if I got to be stuck with somebody, it might as well. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say no. If you know, I'm going to let somebody put their straight jacket on me, exactly. it might as well be. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. it ain't like. You know, I've been searching for this ring forever. I kind of thought about it. I've been really thinking about it for the past two years. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. some heartfelt stuff. Nah. Don't, say it to me at the house. Just get on your knee by the bed <laughs> like you're saying your prayer. When you come up, just bring the ring up. And then we can ask questions and go from there. I just don't don't put my business in the street. Because now I, I'm, yeah. I feel like I got to say yes. First of all, because it's, it's at the church, the whole uh, congregation mm-hmm. sitting there. And mm-hmm. you feeling like you making it seem like I've been bugging you about it's just it was just a lot. Yeah. So what lie. I'll say is you can't rush love, but don't waste nobody's time. If you know you that don't so intend true. the shit, just get off the pot. Now that is that that sums it up. I thought we was about to say goodnight for a second. <laughs> that, that's it. That's it right yeah. there. Yeah. Which leads us right it's a great fucking segue. Um, let's see. Let's go. Right into tonight's actual topic, which is with love comes great responsibility. Yes. You, you did a, a a shot with Jay. Was it a shot with Jay or just a a moment? Yeah, it was just a reel that I did. Okay. It wasn't even a shot with Jay. It was uh, just well, explain how we like got a, to decide. Probably like we, a seven to 12 second reel. Mm-hmm. Explain how we got to decide that this is what we're going to elaborate on more. Oh, well, just basically because uh, I did a reel where I said, excuse me, that um, love is a great responsibility and that, you know, if you're someone who's selfish and, you know, you're only in it for what you can, how it'll benefit you and what you can get out of it, you should probably stay single because with love comes great responsibility, number one. And it's, it's about being unselfish and being... And making a lot of sacrifice. People don't understand that love is about sacrifice. Love and truth and reality ain't even about us. I always say that love is giving somebody the power to hurt you and pray. To hurt you. Yeah. You, you, you find yourself in the most vulnerable state ever when you decide to, to love, love someone. someone. You do. Yeah. And it is a great responsibility to be someone who's giving or receiving love because when you think about all that you do on a daily basis mm-hmm. when it comes to love or your your significant other whatever not just you know because if you think about all that you do on a daily basis when it that comes from love that would include your family you know so many different things but mm-hmm. with your significant other and some of the moves you make there are a lot of times when there are moves you want to make that you can't make because it doesn't work for your significant other or Facts. you have to say hey i need to you know run that by them not so much ask permission because yeah, everybody you know, is I don't wrong believe in that you shit. don't ask permission <laughs> but you right. do need to see what the scheduling is like what's going on um, true and things true. like that um and a lot of people I don't think they realize how selfish they are. You know, um, when it comes to a lot of situations, you know, it's like if I get my way, then everything is cool. 
But when I don't get my way, then, you know, you're super up in arms mm-hmm. or whatever and stuff like that. Right. And I think sometimes it takes people being told, hey, you know, that was a little bit selfish of you, your behavior or whatever. Because if they've been living their life like that their whole life, even if they've been in uh, relationships that didn't work or whatever, a lot of times we don't like to uh, self-reflect and admit that we had some doings and what, what, why those relationships ended. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. will, you know, go from one relationship to the next relationship to the next relationship doing the same thing or being selfish if that's one of the things that you're doing and mm-hmm. still putting the blame on the other person. Facts. But you're the common denominator in all these relationships. So I think really the responsibility of with that comes with having somebody's heart is sometimes a great a great load to carry (laughs) it is i mean it really is because so here's the thing you have to be responsible when you have someone's heart because you can do so much damage to them and you could damage an entire like literally a heartbreak can damage an entire family Family. and depending on the severity it could it could actually um, trickle over into and affect like their offspring and their offspring's offspring, depending on how psychologically damaged this person becomes. Mm -hmm. Right. So with love comes great responsibility. And and the thing is, I learned that the hard way with just, just a small thing saying, I love you. I was irresponsible with that phrase for a very long time because it was the key that unlocked the door to the goody cookie box, to the the cookie can. Don't tell me you were the guy who would tell people that you loved them just to get cookies. I was that guy. And not only did I do that, when I was getting the cookies, if the cookies was good, I found myself saying it when I didn't mean it. But I was was in like junior high school, though. Stop talking. Go ahead. Oh, I mean, that did happen under the bleachers, you know, go figure in the locker room, you know, but, but yeah, so there was a time, but you know, you have older men, you have adults, you have, you know, uncles and, and male figures who, who were pretty cool about being real with you and saying, Hey man, you don't tell them that you love them if you don't mean it. Yeah. You don't tell you know. anybody. I used to work at a place and it wasn't a bad place. Um, I did call it the land of misfit toys because everybody there was a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit janky, a little bit off. Damn. In ways. Not everybody. It was a handful that wasn't. But for the most part, it was a colorful, colorful workplace. Mm-hmm. But one thing that irritated me to death about it was that anyone that came in the building and walked out the door, they would be like, all right, see you later. See you tomorrow. I love you. Mm. Anybody that came in and out the building? Yeah, and it was... But I think that was uh, more of a love of mankind sort of thing. Yeah, no, I'm not screaming Because we should, you know, have that. But, yeah, no, because (laughs) I, you know, like you say, love comes with great responsibility. So if I'm screaming that I love you to you every day, but in real life I really cannot tolerate or stand you, Mm -hmm. at some point you may need me to do something that someone that loves you would do. And when you come to me, I'm mm-hmm. not going to give you the response of a person that loves you. Oh, I got so you. So you don't, I do not say I love you to people that I do not love. I might be very fond of you. I might think you're cool people. Those mm-hmm. are different things. I don't say I love you to people I don't love. 
that they have not moved me in some way in my life that I really know that I genuinely love them. They, they have some quality that would make me be there for them in a time of need that I would drop what I am doing to go be by their side, help them hide the body, you know, whatever those things (laughs) are. Hide the body. Those are the people I love. Right. Um, I love some people, you know, that I I need to stay over there too. Mm -hmm. But just randomly just screaming out, all right, love you to, to people. Just because <laughs> it's not me. And I thought it was the weirdest thing that the, like the whole building was programmed to do that. And I could never do it. Yeah, I get it. I do. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, you have to be responsible with that word or that phrase, throwing yeah. that around. And also, you know, you have to be rep- responsible, excuse me, with how you handle someone's heart. When they love you and you know yeah. someone loves you. You know, there there have been there've been stories about people who weren't in love with their partner and wanted to leave, but they say things like, Yeah, I don't want to be here and I'm gonna leave, but the timing has to be right. I have to figure out a way to do it. that's someone who is really they're making a sacrifice. And they they do love that person enough, but they not don't to really love, want right. them to hurt. They don't but want them to hurt, but that they're not in love with them. Yes, it's exactly. like I care about what hurts you and how you feel. Yes, and so I'm not gonna break up with you at the Christmas party in front exactly. of every fucking body. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, and then so so here's the thing: even me at my worst, and maybe it was a selfish motive behind it. I didn't want to be the bad guy, but I would often sabotage relationships that I didn't want to be in. So that, you know, they the, the young lady would break up with me. Mm-hmm. And it was just me not wanting to be the bad guy. So that was a very selfish motive. I won't say that I was being responsible or that I was being responsible with a person's heart. But but you were trying to make them have an easier. I was trying to let them down easy or you make know, it, it feel. Give it, let bit. them leave the and situation feel like feeling empowered. Right, right. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, I, we're not condoning that. We're no, just saying I'm I just get where stating the facts. I understand stating his mindset at that moment. Yeah, but the thing that I'll, I don't know, I just really feel like I want people to understand that a lot of times people go into a situation only thinking about she gives me what I want. She gives me what I need. She completes me. She or he does this. I'm with, I love you because, and it's all about what that person is able to make you feel or how they're able to make you feel or what they're able to do for you or how they're able to encourage and empower you. And that's cool. Love is a two way street. That's cool. But the thing is, if that's the only reason that a person is there, you're only concerned about how this love relationship serves you. And I see a lot of that right now. I I had a guy tell me at one point, um, because women, for some reason, I don't know. I don't know if men do this out there in the world, but I, we know that (laughs) 99.9.99% of women go, why do you love me? Oh God. I hate that shit. And, and, And most men I think do hate it. Um, but, the response was, and I'm sorry, because sometimes I, I'm all girl. Sometimes, you know, I I, I love you because you got that got got that with, <laughs> three thousand with but, no hand. Yeah, whatever. But sometimes, but then that would hurt you. Because is that the only reason you love me for real? Yeah. So, uh, but 
I think the what I'm gonna say how you phrased it. Um, I I love you because of the way you love me. Mm. And I was like, I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing because you love me because of how I love you. Mm -hmm. So if I love you incorrectly, you know, if I start doing things that are a little bit different or, you know, the next chapter of our love Mm -hmm. is all things that you cannot stand. But the Mm. next chapter is going to be another chapter of things you love. Will you leave in this middle chapter because I'm not loving you? That's deep. The same way. Because, because. Someone saying that I love you because you love me, because of the, the way, way that you love me. me. That's 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 a powerful statement, and it, it was a little, and it can come off as being selfish. Yeah, and so I was I was but really kind of if you really about think it. about it, it's like I'm receiving the kind of love. Let's just break that statement down. I'm receiving the kind of love that makes me feel loved and appreciated, the kind of love that I desire, the kind of love that I need, and I love you for that. Hmm. It just sounds very selfish. Sounds very one-sided. Sounds very one-sided because not at any point. Are you telling me (laughs) any reason, like, you know, anything significant about why you love me? Right? It's confusing as a motherfucker. I, like, I, that's a mind fuck. I thought not was, saying that the guy was mind fucking. And I'm not saying that, that but it was an it's just that's that something it, it that you that have to really, really love yeah. me or whatever. It wasn't like, you know, the relationship went crazy or cold or whatever. But it was just, I was just kind of like, I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm sitting here right now and I don't know if that's a good yeah. thing. Because it doesn't sound, it sounds a little selfish, but it doesn't sound selfish like... I love you because like guac, that guac, shit, you complete me type yeah. shit or the guac, 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 and all that <laughs> shit, you know, because you complete me shit. That's kind of in my mind, the way I hear that is selfish as a motherfucker. It's like, I love you because basically you, 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 you make me feel better about myself. You got my back, you in my corner. And those are all wonderful things. And they, you should love that about your person, but love isn't about us. Love in its purest form and in its rarest form and in its unconditional form is about what you can, how you can, how someone else's can be an object of your, your, your perfection, <coughs> affection. Yeah. And that's what I, I was saying, like, you know, like, but what is it about? But then like- that's a, that could be a selfish thing or viewed. I won't say it's a selfish thing. It could be viewed as a selfish thing because it's like, I'm fulfilled when I love on you, when I care for you, when I, there you know. are a lot of women who, who are like that. Like they love being the nurturer, the, the caregiver, the, the one who can put you on the right path and things like that. And so, so is that selfish? I think everything in, in some manner can be uh, deemed selfish. Um, but it's selfish in a way that when that person Let's say that, let's put it like this. When you have cared for them so much that they're until the point where they're strong and they no mm-hmm. longer need you to care for them. When you have steered them on the right path to they are on that path and everything is, is flourishing and they mm-hmm. don't need you to ride alongside them while they jog or whatever. They are right. on the right path. Right. When you have, when they have gotten financially stable, when they have gotten, they have reached all of the, par- the, the marks. Mm-hmm. 
and they don't need you in that same manner on a day-to-day basis or whatever, are you going to feel like you're unloved? Because who are you going to give this, all of this stuff to if they don't need it anymore? Well, so... But I'm saying, in, in, yeah, I get it. it, it I get it. It could be viewed. Like it could be viewed like that, but at the same time, when it's really love, you just love them in a different manner. Now, now if, if your love takes only, a different shape. Yeah, but if that's the only way you know how to love, it's gonna also look like um, abandonment or betrayal for a second for that person because this is the only way they know to show love. So now they have to go and find, you know, hmm. how to just be in love. Without having to shape, mold. So, but and- here's the thing. Love, in my opinion, not in my opinion, fuck that. Love is an action word. It's a verb. It's something that you do. And it's not just something that you do today or for a season, but it's something that you do perpetually. It's something that you do every day. It's a choice. Uh, a lot of people would disagree with me. Mm-hmm. That you make every day to behave in a certain way towards your person with their best interest at heart Uh because you want what's best for them, not what you think is best for them. But but, that's what I'm saying. Right, what's best for them. So now this person has, he no longer has the broken wing, no longer is in the nigga hole, (laughs) no longer is, you know, down and out. So now they're here, but they're, I promise you, they still need your love. They still need your support. Yeah. They just need it differently. And now. that's why I didn't, you didn't hear me speak on it from the other person's point of view because they haven't changed. Their love right. for you hasn't right. changed. But this is the way you mm-hmm. love. And so now yeah. you feel like. But see, love, you know what I'm saying? love has the ability to grow. And, it should. And love grows. And it should grow because a stagnant love is guaranteed to end badly. If my love for you grows and your love for me stays the same as I evolve. And you're still loving and you're me still, from sixth grade to yeah, high school you, you, that you, same manner. You still trying to give me little Perfect hearts with the, the sweetie on it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, I need something different now. I need you to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we used to pass out stickers in school on Valentine's right, Day. Right, right, right. You didn't like male or female. They got that little sticker. Just take, yeah. this, take this star because the teacher said I had to. <laughs> right. But there was always somebody who was going to get that special sticker or whatever because they exactly. were your people. That's right. right. You know, you, you like there was either the boy you liked, the girl you liked, or they was your friends. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, you want to give me that little sweetie candy. And I need you to come and hold. I need you to come hold this truck up while I change this tire. Yeah. <laughs> Things change. We're in a new phase of life, and I it's need joke, you to come but, with me. But, but no, yeah, some people do that. I feel like there are a yeah. lot of couples who, especially if you've been together since you were young. Yeah. You know, you tend to evolve, and sometimes one person doesn't evolve in the and same it, manner, and it, and it yeah. gets it gets difficult. Not to yeah. say impossible. But difficult. It becomes difficult. And especially because when people evolve also, like, you know, I don't I'm not one who believes in growing out of love. I don't believe in that. But I do believe that people grow apart because they they develop different interests, their perspective and their views change about life and the world. And so the things that brought you two together, the things that, you know, you connected you the very fibers that connected you in the beginning, those they're no longer there mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, 
you know, we had we both had a passion for philanthropy and and and, and nature and and this that and the third. And now you know, I'm on a different path. I'm I'm about the money and I'm about you know advancement and I'm about you know growth and and I'm not into nature anymore. I don't really care about you know leeches because now I see the people that are in need that we used to help. I see them as leeches now mm-hmm. because I've my mentality, my mindset has changed. Those are things that will tear at the very fiber of what built us, of what, you know, got us together, right? So in a situation like that, like you you have to figure out how to love this person where they are and potentially bring them back. And see, that's what's missing in today's society because right now it's like as long as who you are serves me and 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 fits into my world and my realm and and I'm comfortable with it then we can kick it but the moment that it's no longer what makes me comfortable I'm done and that's not that's not the essence of what love is love says hey you know what he's gotten way off track she's gotten way off track but I'm going to love them through the shit and bring them back you know what I'm saying? You can, now I will say that you can try sometimes yeah. to to bring the love back to the good points or whatever. And sometimes mm. it's just it just doesn't happen. So we're not that's not we're not talking about bringing love back. We're talking about bringing feelings back. But that's what I, I mean the, the same thing. Um, feelings I and do, love are totally different. I, okay, because but love is an action. It's an action. So if. The feelings have changed and the mm-hmm. actions have changed. The feelings As, can influence the actions. So when you're a toddler. No, when in you're a, in a shitty pamper when it comes to love. Seriously. Because mature love, mature love. Oh, listen. If I was a preacher, I would say some other you're stuff. You're already saying stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm already I'm gonna, and I I know that you've you've been, you know, in um more Marriage is denied. Um, so I'm going to say. You look down your nose when you said that. No, I'm just going to say. Because I want to say more serious relationships, but yeah. I can't really say that they were more serious than my one relationship. So, you know, I might seem like the naive one in this nah, not at situation. All. Not at all. But no, I wouldn't say when that. I say that I don't agree on the that you don't on the. Um, your statement that you don't grow out of love or some that I can't remember. Is that what you said? You don't grow out of love or. Yeah. Yeah. True love doesn't you love, man. When you love for real, you, you, you love for real, man. When you, okay. So. Nope. Let me. Okay. Okay. So, and I ain't mean to be like, nope. No, no, no. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. I don't believe that statement. Um, I believe that you can get to a point where life has gotten in the way and things have gotten in the way and people have changed and people have grown and evolved after numerous, numerous years. And sometimes the person that you go to bed with every night can become unrecognizable. Mm -hmm. Now, when I say grow out of love, I mean that in love factor. Mm -hmm. You don't grow to me out of love with someone that you've been with 20, 30, 40, 50 years, but you can get to the point where I love you, but I love you as family. I mm-hmm, love you mm-hmm. as a constant I'm, I'm in my life. I'm there now. I've I been love there. you as yeah. a person that 
I will always be there for, but I am not in love with you. And it changes the dynamic of what I see and what you see when you look at me, because I'm not giving, if I'm not in love in that type of situation, I'm not going to get you. When you look at me, you're not going to see what I used to give you because I don't give that to a person that I'm Mm -hmm. not in love with, but I will always show you that I love you. So here's the thing. You can love a person and not like them. Oh my God! Now that's a, anybody that has a family should know that you can love a person but not like them. You can love a person and not like who they've become. Yes. So what I'm saying is, when when you really love, like I, the, any any woman that I ever truly loved, I still love them to this day. I just that, love them, differently. and I agree with that. I just love them differently. I, I agree. So with that. love does not true love, real love. Doesn't fade. And yes, if you if it you fades, act in love, die. if you act in love towards a person long enough, the emotions will follow. That's true. If you if you make a decision, see, and it's that love is that easy. I make it. Okay, you put arranged marriages. Mm-hmm. You put these two strangers together. That's a they decision to love each other. Totally different. They learn how to love each other. They make a decision. Mm-hmm. To, I don't even know this man, but I'm gonna give him my body. I'm gonna cook for him. I'm going to I'm going to bear his children, I'm going to raise his kids. I'm going to submit to him whatever. This man says, "Hey, I don't even know this woman, man, but I'm going to share my body with her. I'm going to share my bed with her. I'm going to feed her. I'm going to take care of them kids that come out of her. I'm going to take care of her. I don't want her to want for anything." Before you know it, if given the opportunity to get away, they'd be like, no, I love my husband. I love my wife. So the decision brings forth the emotions. I'm not saying emotions aren't involved, but sometimes things are so closely tied together that we confuse one for the other. You understand what I'm saying? And I think people, the problem is people have confused the feeling of love or the feelings that come from loving someone or that are paired with loving someone for the actual love. And it's not. So, so what I'm saying is this right here is very possible and is very likely for love to change and the way that someone receives and gives love to change. And sometimes lack of understanding, um, selfishness, um, you know, fear and discouragement get in the way, pride and ego get in the way and they completely demolish they something. everything they because something. people but have lacked the tools <laughs> that it takes to, to make some shit work because the, thing, the whole thing is, man, love is work. And that's going back to what we started with. It's love a is a great responsibility. responsibility. But so it's work. If you are not prepared to do some work, if you're not prepared to put your heart on the line and get it possibly get it broken, if you are not prepared to put somebody else before you, then just 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 don't bother. But if you are, go somewhere and get some cats. But that's the truth. <laughs> and I, I can agree with everything you just said. But I also know that it is there are times when. Love just is not enough. Do you agree? I've heard that saying a lot. So have you never? And and, and you know what? The emotional part of love is not enough. You're right. Because you need just as you need some actions and exactly just as much as I give, just as much as I show, 
just as much as I say and profess my love for you, I need that back. So if mm-hmm. I'm doing everything there is to do for you to show my love in all of these ways, and there's but no I'm reciprocity. getting none back. Yeah, that, that's 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 a problem. But here's and the you, thing: is it fair to love someone expecting? God almighty. Yeah, it's not. You don't have to love someone. I ain't no preacher, but I feel like a preacher. You sound like one. (laughs) Is it fair? You should know. It it may not sound right. It may not sound good. But love is expecting to be loved. There's nothing worse. Have you? uh -uh, Unconditional love is I love you regardless of what you do. But let me finish my statement. Have you ever loved somebody that didn't love you back? Absolutely. Fucking lose. What is that? You 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 okay with that feeling? Because what I don't want is that feeling. <laughs> People are very disconnected and very selfish. So, and so in that selfishness, am I mm-hmm. supposed to continue to love, 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 love you? And you like go on, cat, go on. <laughs> like ah, oh, damn, this girl just ah. Now, well, so 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 know, here's what I will say: If you're being treated badly, absolutely not. No, not really treated badly, but just like. <laughs> Don't nobody want that. Listen, if 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 that's the object of your affection and you want to love on them, that's your right. Yeah, but if the, there's nothing. So what if, do you, if for those who believe in God, what if God said, hey, you know what? I love you. I love you enough that I did whatever people believe God did for them, whether it was die for them, whether it was slay an army, whether it was whatever. Right. Oh. Uh, then. You know, how does that how does that. How does that work? Because but if you did, believe that God is love and God loved you, but he he's been he, and he me. did all these things for you and you're rejecting, 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 but he's never stops loving you. He's like, I'm here. I'm always going to be here. I'm, 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 I'm reaching out to you. And it's because of his unconditional, undying love that you we know, begin you know to love him back. But do you know the difference? He's God. Eggs black. <laughs> I'm not God. But we created in his image. We we created in his image, but that mirror gets foggy down here because we it breathe does. air. It is oxygen. It is some stuff going on. <laughs> it is different. <laughs> I am not God. So I need to feel love as much as I give love. I get it. I do. And I need to have the actions of And love. I'm not saying that we are supposed to just be fools and just say, I'm yeah. going to love you regardless. No, yeah, I'm not you, saying that. You love regardless of certain things. Like, I can't even, what the heck my tattoo say? Love in spite of and not because of. Like, I'm not going to love you because, like, th- the way you love me. That's even they say that. You ever, oh, how I love Jesus because he first, first loved, loved me. me. That's yeah. they teaching you wrong as a child. <laughs> so what I'm saying is. <laughs> in my opinion, that's yeah, my opinion. That just, so what I'm saying is, I know that you are supposed to love somebody through their faults. I get that. That's that's something totally different. You you don't give up on somebody when, you know, they they're going through a hard time you're just like, "Oh, I don't love you because you lost your job." But I also okay. do believe, see, it's it's tricky, man. It's a slippery slope because I believe that love breeds love. Just like hate breeds more hate. You're right. Just yeah. because if you take people who grew up grew up in a particular type of household where affection was shown, where um People said I love you. They showed that they love mm-hmm. you. They hugged. They they made jokes. They they you know kissed on the cheeks. They tucked you in at night and all of, opposed to somebody who 
lived in a household where they were never told that they were loved, where they never hugged him. Like, what's the movie? The brothers. He said, Mom, mm-hmm. can you just hug me or whatever? And she's gone yeah. now, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, you hate everybody or whatever. Uh, it's just a, uh, what, a white woman <laughs> with a taco and all that. If you grew up in that household. A white woman that don't speak it. Goddamn me. <laughs> but <laughs> if you grew up, I love that part. If you grew up in that household and you mm-hmm. see people from this household, the way they love, you don't understand that. Oh, that's how I was. You don't Let me tell you that. what I didn't understand. I'm going to be honest with you. First marriage. In-laws. I remember the vows being the woman saying something like, your people will be my people. My people will be your people. We'll be one, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Yeah. Heard it. get it. I got it. I knew what okay. it meant. But I ain't expect to see that shit in action. And they were so what it was, people? when... When neither of us were around, my parents and her parents and her hanging out, chilling. Me and the uncle and me and the daddy, cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was, they were family even after we split. But you still people. They still at my mom's house, hanging out with my mom, drinking a little bit, talking, whatever. That's back when my mom used to drink. What I'm saying is, when it I actually- unconditional. When I actually saw this shit, I ain't never expect. I ain't never seen no shit like that I in my life. Picture it, Sicily. <laughs> my family. My mom is married to a whole nother man. She was mm. never married to my father, but she's married to a whole nother man. My father is married to a whole nother woman. Uh-huh. We all collectively did stuff together. We, my parents, went to to the other parents' house, did things. Uh, all kinds of stuff. We were all blended. That's what I'm talking my about. My siblings yeah. that are just from my mother over here are, if you ask any of us and the kids, we're all one family. There is no difference. We don't question it. We're siblings. But to me, it all it it brought about something in me that when I was raising my kids and how I live my life as far as family goes, mm-hmm. that if we family, we family. Um, it. And it doesn't always have to be perfect. Right. I, and like I say, some of them, like if you have family, you know that you can love people and not like them and love them from afar. Sometimes but you have to because they don't love how you love. love exactly. But yeah. there has been people, there have been people um, who dated people in my family, broke up, have not been together for years, and we still consider them family. They are at every function. Mm-hmm. They are the aunts and the uncles to our children. They are family. There is nothing you can do about it. There has been issues when sometimes when the new person came along and they I like, why are they still well. there? Um, because we don't understand what you mean. That's so-and-so. Because that's family. They family. You know, um, so like I say, that is, it's it's a big difference to see somebody who grew up with love to see someone who grew up with just struggle and grew yeah. up with trauma where their parents didn't hug them because of something that happened with their parents. Mm-hmm. And so it makes a long line of people who cannot show emotions. Right. Um, over the holiday, I had my aunt tell me that I broke a generational curse. And I was like, what? Like, what, what does that mean? And she was saying the way that my children get along and the way that they connect with all of their cousins and all of the stuff, no matter what side of the family are, the fact that they don't see each other, but maybe once a year or once every three to four or five years, she said that doesn't happen. That didn't happen in our family. 
Mm. She was like, you know, as siblings, me and my siblings, we didn't really get along that great. We weren't really always in touch and just, you know, we didn't need each other. Mm-hmm. Um, she it, she told me some stories about my, my grandmother and my great grandmother. And she's like, it was never that closeness with siblings or whatever. And she was like, the way your kids are so super close and they love each other, like literally have to tell each other, I love you. You mm. walk out the door, you come back in. Oh, you leaving out again? Well, I love you again. <laughs> That's um, dope, and With their cousins yeah. and things like that, that they are really for real. I love you. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's not a joke. It ain't nothing just because we family. I love you for real. Now, of mm. course, there are ones that, you know, they don't love because we, we humans. And it's like... <laughs> You love them because they're family, but it's stay over there. But <laughs> we ain't playing with y'all today. Yeah, but she just yeah, meant like happens. in our specific for my grandmother or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that little line. And to me, I was like, I thought we were like that. But mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, nah, we weren't. You mm. know, me and my siblings, I felt like we were semi-close. But then when she said that or whatever, it made me go back and think about some things. It was like, I guess we weren't as close. You know, as yeah. my children are, whatever. But it made me feel good. No, I know? get it. I get it. So, you know, growing up in a certain household, no matter what you have, because love is not money. No. Love is not what you can buy a person no. or what a person can buy you or the, your bank account statements or the status. Of I'm going to tell you the most powerful form of love that I have ever been able to show anyone. Any form of self-denial. Is me showing some love because I'm a selfish motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I have heard you said that before. The fact that you at least know yeah. that some point in your mind when you're making a decision, you're like, I don't want to do it. I don't need to do that because that's so. But I, you had to not be aware of that at, cer- at a certain point in your life. I don't know. I think I'm extremely self aware. I think that's my superpower. But. Gotta trust it. Yeah, yeah, gotta trust that shit. But but the thing is, so I think there was always that underlying thing where I knew, like, man, I don't, I'm selfish. I don't want, and I'm more. Listen, I give you money before I give my goddamn time up. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I throw a motherfucker some change before I give up my time because that's for me. That's mine, and that's the one commodity I can never get back. Mm-hmm. You know, so um. I, I don't know, but I will say that when I've learned and I, I acknowledge it and I see it and I'm like, you know what? Giving up my time, man, that's that's an act of love for me. I give a motherfucker $20. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I think the going rate is 40 All right, well, <laughs> yeah, okay, you're right. You're right. I give a motherfucker 40 You know, Here, take this $40. Ain't no love. Ain't no love involved. Ain't no love lost. But if I take 40 minutes of my time to sit with you, to, to sit with you when I have other shit I'd rather do. Yeah. Oh, you better believe you mean something. Cause God damn it. <laughs> I don't do that shit for free. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm it, it, like to, to wrap me. it all up. Like really love is a great responsibility that it's you should, very, especially when it yeah. comes to a significant other, mm-hmm. you should not take, that responsibility lightly and it's is based in sacrifice yeah it's based in sacrifice and self-denial like on some real shit think about your children like real fathers real mothers 
They they find themselves in situations. I've been looking at this dress for two weeks. The dress costs $200. My child wants to go on a fucking field trip. Field so trip is a field know? trip. It ain't even that serious. But it is to that child. But it is to that child. And so you know what? I'm going to sacrifice. I'm going to sacrifice. I'm going to deny love, myself man. something that I really, really want to make sure that you get That's something love. that you might not remember. That, that you might not even... I could ask you about it when you're 22 years old and you say, I don't even know. Eh. But <laughs> a child who, who's grown up in a house with love and knows that that was a sacrifice for their mom will remember that. Mm, I remember maybe. that time you wanted that dress, but I was going on that field trip and I ain't really even have to go, but you didn't get the dress and you let me go on that trip. But then some parents don't let them know. Some uh, In certain ways, you don't let your kids know certain things, but then there are certain times I think you need to do that because it need, it's a character building. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. So if your child never knows that you struggle, or that's, that I sacrificed. Or that Fuck I sacrificed, yeah. It was fine. To give you what you want. Listen, Shaquita was ready to <laughs> pop it. I told her no because I came and got my got, came and got you so you could come sit on the couch and eat popcorn. Yeah. You you need to to That's why when you show things. your little ass, I get so upset that's because so upset. I see that time I could have hit Shaquita. Not not the, <laughs> not the Shaquita story, no. though. I'm not co-signing that. No. But yes. That's just sometimes yeah. Sometimes you do have to let children. That was a know. sacrifice. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. But um, yeah. <laughs> we. But definitely. We. Um, another one of my sayings. I think who I think just Tim said it on the show that one time he was on mm-hmm. here, and I think you said it too, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Love is for your significant other wanting to kill them at least once a day, but never going through with it never because you'll be the main it. one that misses them. You're exactly. The first one. That's what yeah. I. That's my definition of love. If I say I can, I want to kill you, and I can, probably wasn't that deep. But see, that's the whole thing. A lot of people, and we got to wrap this up. But a lot of people are no longer together because they woke up one day and we don't get along. The love is gone, motherfucker. That don't mean the love is gone. It means you're not getting along. Love yeah. is being able to understand that and work through it, around it, or do whatever the fuck you got to do with that shit. 